What's my intro? Welcome back, moviegoers and filmmakers. Close enough. Not necessarily in that order. No. <laughs> it is 2019. This is the first episode of 2019, and ironically, we're going to be talking about everything from 2018. Dude, so, it is uh, bananas. That's bananas. It's tw- it, next year, in less than 365 days, it's going to be 2020. Or if you're listening to this in 2020, welcome from the future. Right. Well, so welcome. enjoy that. Um, hopefully we haven't all died yet. But if we have, it's great. We, we saw some. We saw some are good you, movies in 2018. You, is this foreshadowing for the? Hey man, I don't know what's going to happen. Coming zombie apocalypse. It's been kind of crazy. Yeah, 2018 was a crazy year. So we'll see. But uh, so this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, all our favorites and uh, least favorites from 2018, mm-hmm. and this is going to cover movies and TV and all sorts of media. Um, I guess I can just go ahead and get one right out of the way. Uh, best video game of 2018 is definitely Red Dead Redemption Two, and. Uh, you can at me on that because I'll argue with you. I can't even argue because I haven't played one minute of that game. And that's yet. a shame. That's a that's a shame because it is a cinematic video game masterpiece. That's probably true. And you own a PS4, so you I have no do. reason not to get it. I do. Here's the here's the even worse part about that is that I have the game on the PS4. Okay. Well, now I just I don't even like you. <laughs> so just get out. I've been Speaking, spending all my time playing Call of Duty. You got to stop, man. That four. game's four months old. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> it it released what a week before Red Dead. It did, and I cut it loose as soon as Red <laughs> Dead came out. I dropped Call of Duty. I just prestiged it for the third time last the night. The third so. time. Then you're then you've beaten it twice already. Before that, you're done. Move well, on. Well, no, it's because I'm playing mostly um, team deathmatch on on. Uh, online no so. substance to that man get pick up your red dead <laughs> your brain will thank you all right your emotions will thank you i will be playing less video games in 2019 though. less video yes. games yes. oh wow i didn't know you were playing too many to begin with so well well you gotta, you gotta play one too many hours you've already played one or yeah. you already bought it i guess yeah you may as well finish it and play it so yeah. go play red dead uh it's the best game of 2018 and uh, I don't care what else you think. Which that's really what the title of our podcast should be: is <laughs> no, the no, Red no. Dead no, Redemption Podcast. No. We're done We're with done. some other random content stuff yeah, sprinkled you're in. Right. You're probably right. <laughs> um, so 2019, we're going to change the podcast to uh, just the Red Dead Redemption Easy Podcast. Mm-hmm. Very excited for it. So, uh, what, do, what have you been watching? Well. Since, you know, just coming off the holidays, there was a lot of extra time. Yeah, we had some break. Family's over, which is totally cool. My uh, my son and daughter are home, and they're going to be home going forward. That's a whole other story. But with a lot of that extra time chilling, what do you do? You watch movies. Yep. Um, I think when as soon as my son got home for the holidays, we saw... Probably three or four movies in the theater. Like, yeah, you were blowing up the Instagram. I, I, oh yeah, I was going nuts. Um, and there were even a few that he didn't join me in because I'm like, I'm gonna go early because my wife's gonna go do her workout class or whatever. <laughs> right. And I'm like, Hey, how long? She, oh, you're gonna be teaching two hours? Perfect. Perfect. It's exactly how long this movie yeah, is. Yeah, and she works at Desert Ridge, so oh, yeah. and then there's an AMC dine-in in Desert Ridge, right. so I'm like. Can I time? I, so I'm always looking. Can I time it right where I can see a film and be done by the time she's done? And I got 
I get a couple in, which was cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of catching up on, okay, I'm going to confess. This is a, this is confession time. This right is a here. safe place, especially for what you're about to confess. Because I'm very proud of it. I finally watched Breaking Bad for the, for the first time. And we binged watched five seasons, like just gangbusters. Yeah. Breaking Bad's the show that once you start it, you cannot stop it. It reminded me of 24 in that way, the way oh, it was yeah. written. Cause you, it, the episodes end on this. Uh, oh, I got it. Well, yeah, yeah. I, okay. Just one more. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, if you've ever binge watched anything, it's that just one more and you don't realize 44 minutes or 45 minutes yeah. add up 48 mm-hmm. minutes, whatever yeah, it, is, it is adds up. I turn around and I look and it's 5 a.m. I'm like, oh, dude, this day's going to suck. <laughs> it's so good, though. I mean, it's one of the best television shows ever created. I mean, it's up there with, you know, Sopranos and The Wire. And I, yes, you can't I look mean, away from it. No. And I, here's the thing that really I mean, great storyline. The acting is fantastic. Um, and and I and I look at those things really pop out at me first for whatever reason but what really got my attention on this was the creative use of of blocking mm-hmm. the the shots that they chose and the gear that they used yeah i mean just the different gopro i'm like oh that's a nice creative gopro shot oh that's an interesting drone shot i mean it was just it was it was creative all over the place, yeah, and I really dug that. It was one of those first kind of TV shows to do um, just kind of whatever it wanted, put the camera wherever it wanted to put it. Um, you know, there's other shows that do it now. Um, one that always comes to mind is Mr. Robot, which I don't know mm. if you've seen it all, but um, it's on USA, and um, Rami Malek is in that. And that's got a lot of creative uses of shot, like composition and stuff in it too. But, yeah, Breaking Bad, I remember kind of being like – the beginning of that stage of like, we don't have to make TV look like a TV show anymore. Right. You know, I mean, HBO stuff has always kind of been cinematic and that's fine, but you didn't really have that in network television or, you know, cable television really, you know? Right. So yeah, Breaking Bad kind of definitely blazed the trail for that. And it's, I think it's awesome. It's always something that when I go back and watch it, it's like, it sticks out almost more than anything. And I always notice something new each time too, like a different, Oh, that man, that's really cool. Like, um, there's the episode called the, I think it's called fly where it's just, it all takes place in the the cook facility. Right. Yeah. And there's some really cool angles in that, like, like yeah. some sc- security camera angles and stuff like that. Anyways, that episode's great. But, um, yeah, man, breaking bad. I'm so glad you finally got to watch all of this. Yeah. I wish I could watch it again for the first time. Yeah. My son, my son had it on. And he was he was the one that was binge watching. So it initially started as an osmosis thing, right? But uh, yeah, we got into it. And my wife was a little upset because one night we stayed up till seven a.m. watching Jeez. all these, and she gets up two hours later. Did you? Did you? Did you? It was one of the sleep in days. <laughs> did you just stay up all with? Yeah. She's like, you're not helping. He can't stay up all night and sleep all day. I'm like, I'm like, but it's. It's the holidays. It's the holidays. I mean, it's cool, right? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. No, this is fine. Yeah. Oh man. Well, um, gosh, what have what have what have I been watching? Well, I I was so busy over the holiday break because we went back home. 
uh, we live in Phoenix, but uh, I'm from Oklahoma, as is my wife, and so we go back every Christmas, and um, it's it's just like it's an event every time we go back because my family's split, and then she has her family, and then we have friends, and we're just trying to see everybody equally, mm-hmm. and it's just crazy, and it's nonstop. And then it took us, uh, we drive because we have two dogs and we take them with us. And um, it took us an extra three and a half hours to get home because Albuquerque had a blizzard. Right. I saw you. Back. I saw your live IG. And you, were, <laughs> and you were. We weird. were sit still for an hour and a half on I-40 West. Okay. So what movie did you watch while you were sitting there? Uh, gosh, what, what did we watch? I think, you know, okay, I have to admit. <laughs> in-flight movie. <laughs> yeah. The in-flight movie was... U- On the highway. <laughs> it was YouTube, and um, I actually watched... We watched, like, a ton of Hot Ones. Mm-hmm. Have, you, have yeah. you seen Hot Ones? I love Hot Ones. Okay, so I, I basically started from the beginning, and I was like, well, we have 17... Because the, the trip's normally 17 hours. So I was like, all right, I, I, this will keep me up, because these are hilarious and ridiculous, and... Mm-hmm. Um, I actually kind of find them really interesting because I think the interviewer is a really great interviewer. The questions are unique. Yeah. And just the experience overall is, is really cool. So we binged a bunch of hot ones and it just kind of, that was it. Like that's, that's pretty much all we did the whole time was just, I'd glance down every once in a while and see, you know, Jeff Goldblum taking a hot wing. And like, I know, didn't see that one. Uh, that was pretty good. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I think, you know, that's pretty much all we watched the whole time um, was just kind of like some YouTube stuff. But one thing I did get to see um, that I want to talk about kind of briefly because I want to just completely just destroy it because I absolutely hated it. Was Shocker. Yeah, it was Aquaman. Um, okay. I'm going to put you on blast uh, okay. for a second. Oh, uh, yeah. And like you totally lit me up. I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Hang well, on. you have to explain yourself because <laughs> you went and saw it um, probably a week before me. I did. I saw it with my son. Yeah. And you posted on Instagram that, you know, it was a, what was it? What did you, what were the words? I said it was a fun ride of, I, it was a, it was a fun ride of eye candy and effects. No, no, no. no. Let, let's pull it. Oh, you let's want. make sure that it's exactly <laughs> what you said. So um, it was a fun entertaining ride of a wave of eye candy and effects. Uh-huh. Okay. I was trying to be so, creative and yeah, know, exercise. N- no, I my... think you were probably <laughs> trying to be a little positive and I, um, I am. I, I try to be positive. I don't like tearing people down. You know, this movie, <laughs> here it comes. I have one, I have one, mm, I have one space left for a DC movie and then I'm done. And it's going to be Shazam because I think Shazam actually looks like it knows what it wants to be and it looks like it's going to be uh, comprehensible as a film and it's in it's low budgeted and looking enough to where I think they won't royally screw it up. Well, it looks, it looks intentionally cheesy. Well, I think then I'm fine with that. That was yeah. my issue with Aquaman is that it didn't go one way or the other enough. It didn't either. It didn't take it serious enough and it didn't go silly enough. Now a lot of people are going to probably right. argue with that, yeah, and say, "Oh, he's he's riding around in sharks and and seahorses." Like, n- here's the thing, though: is it wasn't like it was never a tongue in cheek. I'm riding around on a cartoony shark, or I'm running around on a, a seahorse, or I'm talking to Julie Andrews as a tr- as a kraken. By the way, Aquaman spoilers from here on out. <laughs> Just expect it. This movie's yeah. terrible. If you haven't seen it already. Don't just don't give them any more here's, money. Here's how you know if you if 
if if you're listening for the first time and you want and, and you want a little tip about whether or not we like a film, it's how we treat the spoilers. Oh, we, yeah. if we don't like it, we're spoiling it right out of the gate. Yep. We're not even going to give you a warning. No, that's <laughs> how if Venom we was. did like, like it, we're oh, we're gonna we're gonna be very careful and dance around a little yeah. bit so that we don't spoil it. So, so I have so a sorry, list here. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I have a list here of every movie that Aquaman rips off. Really? Yes. And wow. I and this is from my memory, and then I also went back and I read a couple articles to to just see any, any that I missed. Uh, and you let me know if, if you if you thought this while seeing it. Uh, Indiana Jones, the whole desert scene, basically, is just an Indiana Jones thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. R- Romancing the that. Stone is basically Jason Momoa and Amber Heard's character the whole time. It's basically Romancing the Stone. Okay. Uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth with uh, spoilers, Dinosaur Island. That Nicole Kidman lives on, which, by the way, was laugh out loud, terrible, terrible. Well, see, I, I, I scrubbed most of the memory of this movie out of my mind. You so. don't remember them going to the middle, the trench, the center of the earth. Yeah. yeah. And then Nicole Kidman's there and there's dinosaurs with her on this island. I don't remember the dinosaurs. There's dinosaurs. Yeah. I don't remember that. It's ridiculous. It's the stupidest thing, but it's exactly the same as Journey to the Center of the Earth when they go to the center of the yeah, Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Lord of the Rings. All right? One trident to rule them all, one ring to rule them all. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, getting all seven, you know, Atlantean colonies together or whatever, just uh-huh. like getting all, you know, the, the elves and the human, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, All right, Phantom Menace, the underground water place you know atlantis basically uh-huh uh just like the same thor the rainbow bridge the only way in and out of asgard the only way in and out of atlantis same thing what wait the only, you don't remember this movie at all do you i don't because it like i said i said it was a this fun movie, ride this movie of, pissed me off so much <laughs> that i couldn't i can't scrape the memories from my brain because it scarred me well i guess i'm 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 better off then <laughs> you are yeah you've got no you have aquaman amnesia and i'm i'm I, happy for you i do because i didn't go into i had i knew it was gonna be bad well i had zero I, expectations I, had, too. I was like i i'm going to see this because my son's here there's nothing else to really watch that i haven't already seen and it was like, yeah, okay, you know, because sometimes you want to go to a bad movie because you want to talk about the bad movie and you want to know what you're talking about. Um, sadly, I don't know what I'm talking about, even though I went and saw it because it didn't. I it's it's forgettable. I wasn't fully invested. Let's put it that way. Yeah, that's fine. And it, and the reason why I'm going to defend myself here on the I don't on, think you need to. You don't need to defend it, yourself it, on why it you was forgot like, Aquaman. Well, not the forget part, but the comment that I left was oh, it was a right. fun, entertaining ride of eye candy, and and because that was all it was. I will say it was a ride of eye candy. To, and to me, to me, it was the eye candy of you know they got the eye candy for the girls with Jason Momoa they got the eye candy for the guys with I can't even remember Amber Heard is the actress's name but right? I couldn't stand her in this it, I'm, terrible direction from her cuz she's okay yes but she you're thinking okay. about substance <laughs> I'm I was I'm expecting more I wasn't thinking about any substance at all and and some of the effects were cool and that was all that was yeah. the so in that phrase, in that phrasing of it was a fun, entertaining ride of eye candy and effects, that was 
all I could come up with I that was it. positive. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm grilling you a little hard just because it's funny and it makes for it a is. good podcast. Yeah, it is. But here's the thing is I, I, I didn't have fun with this movie yeah. in a conventional sense. Correct. So then when I went back after seeing it and then saw your, your Instagram, I was like, what you, are we doing? You were living. What are we doing? <laughs> because it's not entertaining in the way that they intended it to be. It's not fun no, in the way they intended it no. to be. It was fun. It was funny to me because it how bad it was. Yeah. And I don't understand why DC movies think that they have to just keep going big and big every time. Get a story that is coherent, that's smaller. I think that's why Shazam's going to work because it's going to be a smaller story. It's still going to have a, a CGI battle at the end of it, but whatever. And just just get the story and the characters right. Don't make it this huge globetrotting movie that, that wants to be 11 other movies in one, which, by the way, let me finish my list here. Yeah. Um, Black Panther. It rips that off too. With, How does it rip off Black Panther? Well, okay, I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this with a little kind asterisk. Kind of the Wakanda thing because Atlantis secret, Wakanda yeah, brother yeah. brother. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's not yeah. brother in, in yeah, yeah. It's a cousin or whatever, but same yeah, same yeah. idea. Um, but here's the thing: I I will put a little asterisk next to Black Panther because um, Black Panther came out this year. This movie was probably written in almost entirely done filming by the time black Panther came out. So there's a, there's a possibility they didn't know that it was the same storyline. Um, but you know, they, the studios are stealing stories they back and forth scripts. all the time. Yeah. Cause you, you, you like ant man or not ant man, but, uh, ant boy. Oh gosh. What was it? There's a whole series of those animated movies that one studio would release and another one would release almost an identical movie. Well, it's the same. Oh, right. Yeah. So you know what I mean? There's I mean, that Platinum Dunes or whatever yeah. organization that released like the Transformers movie and then they released like the Transmorphers movie or whatever. <laughs> this is not a new right. thing. Yeah. Um, but what I'm what I'm talking about here is a movie that has zero originality to itself mm-hmm. to the point where it's frustrating. Well, here's here's the frustrating thing for me in the whole thing. Is is that you have a very original, unique character in Aquaman, especially with their you version have, of it. Uh, but you have such a huge opportunity here, huge. But yeah. DC did a DC. <laughs> well, they they don't. The thing is, I think they're trying to appeal to so many different people in the audience that they can't just say, "Look, we're going to just try to appeal to this group." Instead, right. they're trying to appeal to everyone, and it's not working. And it's really frustrating. And I got three more movies that it rips off. Um, the entire scene in Italy where they're running on the rooftops is basically the exact same, not exact same, I'm being a little hyperbolic, but exact same scene from the animated Peter Jackson and Steven Spielberg movie, Tintin. Um, there's a whole scene in that that looks almost the exact same. Um, obviously, uh, this movie rips off the King Arthur story. Um almost literally because they say it at the end of it. They actually call him King Arthur, which I laughed at also. And then um, fifth element, there's a fifth element. I, I don't even know if you want to call it a homage, but it's a thing where like he, she has to get the water off of his yeah, head yeah. and light up. Yeah. The, and yeah. I was like, Oh my gosh. And mm-hmm. even it does the exact same thing as that movie. Yeah. There's so much to this. That's really frustrating. And the only parts that I, that I, that I found fun were the parts that I was unintentionally laughing at. Like when black Manta 
gets rocketed off the mountain and he hits every single jagged rock on the way down. I laughed out loud in the theater. The rest of the theater was silent and I I had to hold my mouth closed because I was laughing so hard. Like it was absolutely (laughs) ridiculous. It was so bad. And then the, uh, the dinosaur Island, uh, man. Yeah. Okay. Well, and you missed one. Is there any others on that list? Uh, Lord of the Rings, Indiana Jones, Romancing the Stone, Jurassic Park, just because of the dinosaurs on, on an island, Journey to the Sending Earth, same thing, Thor, uh, Phantom Menace, Black Panther, Tintin, King Arthur, and Fifth Element. Okay, you're missing one. Okay, tell me. Because <laughs> um, I'll make this a list of a 12. And I believe, and I'm trying, I think it was, uh, hang on. Cat- Captain America jumps out of the plane without a parachute. Yep. And I, I want to say that's Winter Soldier, but I think it might be, I think I might. No, it's it's Winter Soldier. Yeah. Or Civil War. I think it's Winter Soldier. Yeah, I think it's Winter Soldier where he jumps out of the plane, you know, yeah. and now, that, now, okay. that whole thing. If you want, if you want, if you're that listening was the to first this, one that if you listen to me. this and you're like, well, come on, like one scene, obviously, I mean, oh gosh, this movie has a gun, so is his Godfather. Okay, I get it. Like I, I understand, but jumping out of an airplane without your parachute and making a and, comment and about and it, it and and making a comment about it, and it's a comic movie. Yep. Like, come on, there's way too many yeah. coincidences here. Yeah, it's not just oh, you have a gun in your movie, and I have a gun in my movie. Right. And, yeah, no. And I think that's my issue here. Now, if that would have that would have been the only thing. Again, if if it would have only been one of these eleven things, I wouldn't have even. I would have been like, oh, that's kind of like Captain America, or oh, that's kind of like Fifth Element. But it's so many different things yeah. that I, I couldn't help but just think of it as a completely unoriginal movie. It had no uniqueness to it. It had no originality to it. I left I left just uh, upset and, and really annoyed because I thought maybe this would be the first. You know, I like Wonder Woman, but it's basically Captain America, the first Avenger. But with Wonder Woman, it's almost the same story. Um, but I left this, uh, you know, I, I went into this. Aquaman thinking, oh man, maybe this is it. Maybe this is the one that's going to fix it for me. And it didn't. And I, I'm, I'm after Shazam, I'm, I'm done unless Shazam is amazing. And then hopefully they realize from Shazam being a smaller movie, at least I'm hoping it's a smaller movie. It seems like a smaller movie. Uh, I, hopefully they, they learn a lesson from Shazam and they say, look, we don't have to make these big, these big budgeted movies that have no substance to them at all. Right. Anyways. Um, I think that's it. I think I've talked about Aquaman enough. Um, did, you, did you watch anything else? Do you want to talk about anything else that you watched? Yeah, I mean, I I would the laundry list of things that I watched. I'm like, let me go back and and look at our Instagram and see what what I posted because now man, you, you did a, post uh, Unbreakable and Split, which I did. Glasses are going to come out. Had you seen those before? Now I've seen Unbreakable before. Okay, yeah, and I remember that was where you know. Um, Elijah Glasses uh, gets introduced, mm-hmm. um, but I I hadn't seen it in a while, and I'm like, eh, let me I'm I'm excited about seeing Glass. I had not seen Split. Okay, um, it's some of the kind of it looked kind of creepy, and my my movie buddy is usually my at the time 11 year old daughter now yeah. 12, yeah. and so. Or actually, that was 2016, so she would have been 10 at the time. But anyway, so it just seemed a little bit much for her, so I didn't 
but we watched it at the house and I was like, wow, that was, I mean, it was a sleeper for sure. And James McAvoy yeah. just killed it. Oh, man, I mean, he's his, so good in it. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was amazing in that regard. And so it was cool. And to see Bruce Willis's character at the end. Well, yeah, it's such a throwaway moment too, but I think it really works. And then also yeah. like, cause I remember my wife had never seen both of them. And, and so we watched Unbreakable and I was like, Hey, you know, M Night's got this other movie, uh, split. Let's, let's just do a double feature and we'll just watch them. Not knowing Not, that they were she tied had, in. Well, I did. She uh-huh. didn't. Okay. And so then when that in credit scene pops up in the diner after we had just watched Unbreakable and she's like, wait, what? Uh-huh. And then yeah. I was like, oh yeah, by the way, check out this trailer. <laughs> and so then we watched the trailer glass. for Glass and she's yeah. like, oh my gosh. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I... It's it's really cool. I think it's definitely, you know, an M. Night Shyamalan. Like, it's a great series as of right now. And he's in, he was in He's it. always in them, that yeah. That was cool. I didn't realize, because I'd never seen him or looked up what he looked oh, like right. or seen mm-hmm. a picture of him. So to see him in there, I was like, oh, that was, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, he tries to throw himself in in each one. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think, I mean, the guy needed a, a home run after quite a few just poor movies that I, I don't think really hit very well. And, um, I really, I really enjoyed split. I'm excited for glass. Um, hopefully it lives up to my expectations, which, you know, rarely do things do, but we'll see. I, I'm excited. Well, it is for Samuel it. Jackson. So I know, you know, um, so yeah, we watched those. I watched, uh, bird box on Netflix, which in the first seven days had over 45 million view, like, 45 million streams or whatever and um watched vice which was oh right which was with um christian bell Uh and i'm not i'm not a huge i don't get into politics i just it's just not my it's not my bag and (laughs) but christian bale's commitment man i i I mean (laughs) it's just it, his you you forget i mean the makeup is is really done very well but he gained a significant amount of weight for yeah. this role and you think he's um oh what's the guy's name dick I told cheney. You. yeah dick cheney you you think he's him yeah and you i mean just his commitment in the in cell oh man he just yeah he's totally amazing i mean the machinist out of the park the Machinist, and then you know, uh, I think Batman Begins. He's his biggest in that whole series, and yeah. then, um, gosh, and then what else did he do? He oh, and then um, the Fighter. He's you know right. like a yeah. crackhead in that, mm-hmm. and oh my gosh, yeah. It, and then this, so yeah, the dude. Th- one day, the dude's gonna get a role where he has to play death himself, and he's gonna kill himself just to be the best death that could ever be. I mean, he he's his commitment to body change is. It's going to probably kill him someday. Probably. But gosh, he's good at it. And he he's committed really and it's it's incredible. So uh, yeah, yeah, that's a movie I didn't get to see, um but I really wanted to. Yeah, and it, it, I mean just so I say I you know, there's a lot of times that people are making movies and they want to send a message and and that's okay. You know, some filmmakers they they they've got it they've got something that they want to say and they do it in a creative form of filmmaking, which is totally fine. And I'm not, I'm not opposed to that, and I'm not mad at that. But man, when it's force fed like it is, 
And it's yeah, but you went into a movie about that. That's true. If you went that's into true. a movie about Ford cars, and then all of a sudden it switched into this weird Dick Cheney movie. Right. But you went into right. a movie knowing that. Yeah, that's true. So I, I just, I, I don't subscribe to um, the whole, let's, let's take up our cause for, I mean, that was another, so another thing I watched transitioning out of, out of vice, but was, was get out mm-hmm. and get out was amazing. I was like, Oh, love the spin. And my wife and I were talking about it and, you know, cause somebody else said something about some other random show or film recently. Oh, they were picking apart uh, bird box. And so Bird Box is getting all these comments about all these different things and how this or that. And then somebody was like, it was racist. And it was like, well, Sandra Bullock's characters having a relationship with this black character in the movie. So how, like, I don't see how it was racist. I haven't seen Bird Box yet. So I don't, okay. So I won't, I'm not going to spoil it. But so we were talking about that, and I'm like, wow, if there's any racist movie, Get Out definitely could, I mean, it was, it was dealing with the race big time. Mm-hmm. And, you, like, if you flip that movie around the other way, you want to talk about, you know, uh, causing a riot. I mean, it's going to go nuts. But it's that type of thing where you're not anticipating dealing with some kind of um, social issue that the director or the filmmaker is super passionate about. You're thinking you're getting something and then now, now it's, now it's become this where we're waving the banner for these issues and that type of thing. So, so you, you don't like messages in your movies. I don't mind messages. I don't like forced messages. Like don't, don't try to, sugarcoat your message with some creative you know okay well i want to i want to get into this <laughs> because w- why why don't you like that why don't you i mean are you saying that you don't like it when it's not done in a creative way or are you just saying you don't like m- over messaged movies to begin with well i think if if over messaged is bad, I think if you have a message and you're clear about that message and you're upfront about that message, like it's clear, like going you're gonna go see Vice, it's clear that they're gonna get into the political thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's there's gonna be there somebody's gonna take a side. Wasn't super upset about that, but then there is some stuff in there, like there's these taglines that it's like, well, you know, this and this and this, and it's, and then it becomes, now we're taking sides. And, and, and that's what bothers me is like, you're, you're feeding the let's take sides machine. Um, the reason why I don't subscribe to politics per se is because I don't find that politics is a solution to a lot of our problems. That aside, I don't want to get into that, but I think from a message standpoint, what really bothers me is a is a shove down your throat my message, but I'm I'm disguising it as like this creative storyline that 
has nothing to do with that message, essentially. Now, you know, people are going to make up their own context. And so that, you know, like the arguments that you're seeing on, on, on Bird Box, I don't know if you're I have looking no at idea. any commentary no. on that, but. Yeah, um, I haven't heard anything about it besides, uh, I guess there's a bird box challenge where, <laughs> uh, where you put the, the blindfold on and then you go do something. I don't know. That's yeah. All know. It's not, it's it. not super safe. And, there, no, and Netflix had to put out a message yeah. to say, <laughs> yeah, Hey, don't do, don't yeah. do this. But, uh, I, you know, it was funny cause I even thought about not really knowing what the challenge was and I go, Oh, this would be some, uh, some funny parody YouTube videos right. where let's, let's put them. Well, it sounds like let's a walk Saturday through, live skit. Let's walk through target. Yeah. Right. And put a blindfold on with, you know, some fishing strings so we know how to get out. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> anyway, I'm not, I promise I'm not spoiling anything. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I can understand what you're talking about without having yeah. seen it. I get that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the, 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 I think it's the, what bothers me is, is if you're going to, if you have a message, just be upfront about your message. Like, let's like, this is a movie about da, 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 you know, and great. Awesome. But I can, I can do that. But when you, when you're trying to put it, you know, it's like Advil, it's like the, the medicine that works. All right, where is, is this going? <laughs> the medicine that works for Advil is in this white bitter pill in the center, but it's got this really nice, smooth, almost M&M-like candy coating, <laughs> right? And okay. so it's e- it's easy to swallow, but... But you know what Advil <clears throat> is when you're taking it. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. You know it's Advil. Here's the thing, though, is... <laughs> Okay, if you don't me, know let, it's Advil when you're taking it and you're thinking it's an M&M, you're like, what the hell? <laughs> well, okay. But I don't. I think that argument could go the other way because let's let's use Get Out as an example since it's what we're talking about. Um, Get Out is, is a movie about issues with different types of people. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And Get Out is, is packaged in an accessible way. Yeah. Um, disguised as that Eminem horror movie. Yeah. Okay. But the, 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 um, the, the, what am I trying to say? The, the, the medicine is what the message is of the movie. The medicine is a TSA. Apparently (laughs) TSA TSA TSA. saves the day, (laughs) which is not true of any actual TSA. So uh, Stuart appeal totally crushes it with that whole element, you know? Yeah. The comedy stuff in it's really great. Um, but the one, here's the point. So watching that, it was like, Oh man. I mean, when you realize what's happening, when he's sitting there in the closet, he's looking through and then, you realize that the the guy that was chopping wood was mm-hmm. he's the like, uncle or grandpa yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. What, what, you're you're like wait wait a minute. He was one of the guy. He was you know it just doesn't feel right oh, at there's all. Some, uh, yeah, and so he's when he's trying to get out of there, and then he goes on the spree, and you, you're like yes, get you know you're rooting for him to get out, you know and. And then the cop shows up, right? The cop car pulls up, and you and you immediately flash back. In like for me, in my mind, I'm like the first cop that was totally shaking him down, right? 
And or the fact that it's a cop and he's a black person. Exactly. Which is exactly what you're supposed to be thinking. Like exactly. It's masterfully I'm like, done. oh, man, the cop, this is not, yep. I mean, and he's got blood all over. I mean, it, oh, there's no it's way. bad. Yeah, he's right. done. Yeah. He's done. And yeah. you're like, there's no, there's no way of explaining this now because all the evil people are dead. Yeah. And it's not going to make sense. And he's going to go to prison, if not, you know, executed right on the spot. I'm like, oh, this is bad. And then it's not that. No. And then you're like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, Get Out's one of my favorite movies of, uh, was that 17? 17, 17, yeah, 2017. But, Sorry, we're spending so yeah, much time talking about that. We did. We haven't even gotten to our movies in this year, last year. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm different than you. And I think that's that, why we have a podcast. Yeah. And um, I... I'm a I'm a fan of of adventure and exploration emotionally uh, in a film. I I like when something um, presents itself as one way and then has has a deeper underlyingness, you know, like uh, to it. And I think that um, as a storyteller and as a filmmaker, really that those kind of movies excite me in a lot of ways. Um, which uh, Another movie that's very similar to that, which you wouldn't like, is um, one that I, I posted on Instagram called uh, "Sorry to Bother You." Mm-hmm. It's very similar in the in the tone of Get Out. So, uh, yeah, if if you liked Get Out, any, um, you know what? I'm just gonna say this: "Sorry to Bother You" is one of my favorites of 2018. I, I watched it just last night, but I knew immediately. The, the writing, the editing, the tone, the the direction of it, cinematography, it, it's a pretty straightforward cinematography-wise, but it, there's something about kind of like the play with color lighting that they do in certain scenes, which is really cool. The, um, the storyline gets absolutely bonkers and insane at about the hour and a half mark, and you're just like, what is happening? Like, wow. I had my hands in the air. <laughs> I had... I, like for on like, a roller coaster ride. Yeah, for like no, it wasn't out of excitement. It was more out of like, what is happening? <laughs> and I'm not going to spoil this because I th- I feel like everybody should go into this. And if you hate this movie, that's fine. I totally understand why. I, I get it. It's a really weird thing, and it's not for everybody. It's definitely not for everybody. But the thing um, that I enjoyed about this movie over another movie that I watched, which was um, the Nicolas Cage movie Mandy is that this movie felt like it it wasn't it it wasn't trying too hard to be super indie art house and it wasn't but it had an idea of like the crazy that it wanted to be. Um Mandy felt like a fever dream um while I had the flu or something and but with n- absolutely no substance. And then the other thing with Mandy um so it's not on my top of of 2018, but the other thing that I didn't like about Mandy was that it wasn't crazy enough Mm. all i heard throughout the year was man check out mandy it's this crazy nick cage movie and i watched it i was like this is not weird enough for me it's weird like there's definitely some weird things but it was not weird enough i was expecting just like over the top ridiculous cartoony weirdness and it just it stays kind of grounded in a lot of ways um it's kind of gory it's weird i don't know it it's definitely the subject matter is dark. Like it's really a dark movie, which is what Mandy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well it, it deals with like this kind of cult and then the cult guy is kind of, uh, very like 
uh, you know, the Waco thing where mm-hmm. the guy wants any girl he sees type of a thing. And so he sees Nick Cage's wife walking down the street and, you know, says, I want her. And then they go and kidnap her. And then she basically like is the only girl to ever not fall for his shtick. And so she laughs at him in the face. And then this isn't a spoiler. This, this is why the movie happens. So he, his, his group ends up killing Mandy and then it's about Nick Cage going on this revenge right. thriller, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I wanted it to be weirder. I wanted even <sighs> like, I just wanted like crazy things to happen, but it kind of, it was kind of slow like, and kind of like boring. Like suits and Nikes or? No. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of weird? Or <laughs> no, like, I don't know. I guess, I mean, they make a big deal about him like going and getting a crossbow from this guy who's the... um uh, he's one of the guys in um, Predator, the original Predator, one of the military guys. And um, he goes and gets this crossbow, and then it's not really even a thing. Like, he, he I think he shoots one guy with it. And then he, it showed him, like, forging this this big metal axe. Like, the whole movie is basically, like, a metal. Like, if you put thrash metal or, like, screamo metal music to this movie, it would probably make, like, a really good music video. <laughs> Um, because I think that's kind of what they were going for was like metal, the movie, you know, mm-hmm. type of a vibe. And, yeah. um, so he makes this ax, but then he like barely uses the thing maybe twice. And, but it just, it felt like a lot of, well, I mean, like a lot of red herrings, you know, Eitri made a, made an ax for Thor and he only used it once so far, <laughs> but he aimed it for the wrong place. Oh no, that's not true. I, I, I no, he killed, he killed a whole millions of, of aliens. Dogs. Yeah. yeah. Right. When he, yeah. when he got that there, it doesn't work. But anyway, I wanted it to be weirder. I, I wanted it to be crazier. I wanted, you know, Nick Cage insanity. Um, and it wasn't that it was a lot more grounded than I was expecting, even mm. though like the editing and cinematography is really weird. It's super, it's super art house. I'm a filmmaker weird. And, and I, sometimes I like that. Sometimes I think that really works. Sometimes it just comes across super pretentious. And this guy, this director came across super pretentious, pretentious to me. So, uh, I don't recommend Mandy. I do recommend, sorry to bother you. It's weird. Check it out. Um, I think it's the kind of weird that I was expecting <laughs> and I really liked it. Um, but that's my, that's my number. Uh, you know, that's my, my bottom of the list of 2018 is sorry to bother you. Um, but I think, but it makes the list. It does make the list just because it's now is it, is your list? Is it a top 10 or is it? I think I have nine top nine. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't, I don't want to top nine with an alternate. Yeah, maybe, (laughs) but I don't, I don't think this is, um, necessarily a, a, a best of 2018. I don't, I don't think this is the end all be all. This is the, the 10 movies that were the best of 2018. This is my, nine recommendations or nine movies that I watched that stuck with me after I watched them in 2018. Right. Right. Ones that I'm still thinking about. Like I woke up this morning thinking about this movie that I just watched last night. Sorry to bother you. So I, you know, I, I knew halfway through the movie was like, this is going to be, this is one of my kind of movies. Like this is yeah. weird enough. It's cleverly written. The idea is original. The acting is great. So I, yeah, I just, I just knew halfway through that it was going to be one of mine for 2018. Um, now the next one though I have is Halloween. So I think Halloween. So Halloween comes in at number nine, uh, eight. I guess if we're going off of uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yep. So it's number eight. Um, I mean, I'm not ranking these. 
I'm ranking them, but I'm not <laughs> ranking them. Um, I, I, Halloween to me was a, it was such a good course correction in, in, in horror movies because I feel like the past couple of years have had really good horror movies. You know, get out it. Um, I, I would even lump it like the stranger Things stuff in there. Um, and then Halloween. I, oh, Dela- okay. Oh, we're going to, we're going to break Gosh. off real quick. Oh my God. Okay. So I got a little juiced about stranger things, mm-hmm. the announcement. So they, they had this kind of, you know, they had these two holiday trailer, like, you know, they were open presents or whatever. And they were kind of saying happy holidays or Merry Christmas to everybody. And then, cause you, there hadn't been anything stranger things for months. Yeah. And, and then there's this cryptic kind of like, okay, we're going to announce season three at midnight and on New Year's. Right. Which made New Year's Eve a little bit more. I'm like, finally. Well, like, did, did you see, get, did you see the Instagram thing they did? I did. Yeah. I, I heard about it afterwards. I didn't even know it was happening. I, I did. And that's what got, that's what caught my attention. And I'm yeah. like, okay, cool. And so for, for those that don't know, they had an Instagram live, um, that was basically taking place in as if like, you know, uh, Dick Clark's new year's Eve, rock yeah. new year's Eve yeah. in 19, it was 84, 85. Yeah. 84, probably going 84. Into 85. Yeah. yeah. I think. And, um, it was it was shot as if it was actually in eighty four, yeah. and then with like news anchors and everything all dressed up like the eighties. Um, I didn't, yeah, I didn't get to see it. I, I heard about it the next day, but I thought it was such a, such a clever idea. It was a clever idea, and I was like, I'm 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 in, and I, you know, I've had different discussions about Stranger Things, and pe- some people like liked it, some people liked season one and hated season two. Um, I think for me, I, I enjoy it because it's something that I've, I've watched with the kids. And mm. so it's kind of a, it's a fun family ride, even though it's, I don't know if you <laughs> would really, well, I mean, they're all family. <laughs> they're all a family in the show. So, um, yeah. And I, I mean, I got pulled into it because rest in peace, Bob. The, 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 right. The kids were watching it and this was one that I got pulled in by osmosis but the, I'm sitting at my desk, which was in the other room, and I hear Oingo Boingo on the. Oh yeah! I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I come out, I'm, I'm like totally catatonic, going, "What is <laughs> playing, my kid? What?" Yeah. And 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 so after that, I'm all in. Right. I mean, the music totally pulled me in, and I'm like, "Dude, this is actually really well done," and yeah. I'm like, "They're." But it has taken for freaking ever for them to get to season three. Gosh. And so that was the thing that really irritated me is they, they made this big push and it's not going to be until July. You thought they were going to be like next I was gonna, week. Yeah, I was going to be like February, yeah. reasonable enough. Yeah. That's, you know, you, you're kicking off the spring, whatever. But like, come on. You've taken way too long. Well, they had to delay way it. Way too long. Yeah. And now the kids are all older and like... Well, it's, it's all been shot. I know. Yeah. I understand. It's just, there's a sweet spot for me of waiting enough time. Like, before you forget it? Before you don't care anymore about the before show? Before you don't yeah, care anymore. Right. You're like, now in a show like this, where it's episodic versus a movie series, you've got, there's some differences. Right, if you got to, don't put out a Star Wars movie every six year. months. 
Yeah, it just doesn't work. It's too. No. There's a sweet spot of how much time that, and yeah, of course, there's production and all that that go into it that you need that time before you can release another whatever. Yeah, that's why each season of a TV show is usually a year apart. But this one is, uh, it'll be two well, but, or a year and a half by the time it comes out. Yeah, well, almost but you're, two years. You're, but time. By the time that the last episode rolls, see, here's the problem is, is that you're watching this on Netflix and they release a whole season all at once mm-hmm. and you can watch the whole thing in a weekend. And right. You can you, watch a 13 hour movie instantly, basically. Yeah. And yeah. so they need to figure that out because well, episodic know, TV yeah. before the last episode would end in the fall and then the new season starts in the spring. Yeah. And so I guess you're waiting maybe not I mean, maybe even that's six not months. up to Netflix. That's up to you. That's up to you <laughs> to just watch one a week. Dude, who has that kind of discipline? <laughs> well, you're complaining about it. You're complaining about not being able to do that. Yeah, I don't know. I just think they're taking way too long. All right. Well, they're they're losing audience probably or they're building up more hype because it's it's taken so long now they're like this better be really good. I don't know. I don't. Sorry on for this the rabbit trail there, but I yeah. was just seriously irritated by the July. July? Are you kidding me? July? Like this is not a Christmas present right now. This is like <laughs> kick you in the. Never mind. All right. <laughs> Back to the list. So uh, I'll continue with my list. Let's talk about Halloween. Halloween. Yes. Yeah. So speaking of Stranger Things, uh, Halloween. You know, um, huge, huge film from I think seventy nine was the original i might be i can't remember but i'm pretty sure it was 79 so 40 years later um 78 maybe because it's 40 years and uh i i loved this movie i thought the direction of it was great i thought the the tone and gosh just editing style and character style i thought it really really worked well and it was such a good course correction there was so much of it that i left like you know, like thinking about like, if I ever got to do a horror film like that, that's kind of how I would like to do it. Um, 100% agree with you. I mean, it was such a great nod to the original. um, And it was, it was treated with um, a very, a lot of intentionality and great care. It felt respected. It, and, and which I think a lot of horror movies don't feel respected anymore. Right. They feel like cash grabs to me. Exactly. And they don't have soul like they used to. Right. Um, you know, I, I know the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, like they, they got really weird and, and eventually, you know, there's what, 30 sequels to those. But, you know, the first one and then probably Dream Warriors, which I think is the third one, they, they, they felt like they had heart and soul to them as well as the first Halloween and then this one. And, that goes back to Alien and Aliens also. You know, it's just right, those right. kind of, these these movies that feel, you know, like somebody's actual baby. Mm-hmm. Like somebody put in the time and the effort to to make sure that it was done right. The single take shot in Halloween, and just, I every once in a while, I'll just think about it. It's such a good thing. And the movie is, is slow. And I... I like that because if we got into a, this rut of these horror movies being like the guys killing 30 to 50 people in a movie and it was just like death, 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 death. You know what I mean? Like uh, the final destination movies are just ridiculous. And I like that this movie, it took it kind of back to its roots. It's, it's a quicker movie than the original. 
but it's still a slow movie. And but it doesn't feel it doesn't feel slow. slow. No, yeah. but it, but in in horror, yeah, it's a slow horror oh, yeah. movie. It, yeah, absolutely. The only time where I felt like it was pacing slow was when when he in the in the house when the babysitter situation where oh he got right her. right it's like the kids in there you, mm-hmm. like, which you again know, goes back to being ruined by a trailer it was ruined yeah. by a trailer it's like you know it's coming get there faster i know yeah i'm with you i'm with you on <laughs> that, that one so, it's such a bummer that that yeah. was ruined in the trailer but yeah. but again you know that 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 single there's certain aspects of movies that they'll they'll live with me for for a long time and that that's why they make this list for me yeah and that long single take it's slow mm-hmm. it's ominous and mm-hmm. it's interesting and it's unique and it's it's cool and it's in a in a environment that i'm not used to seeing stuff like that you know and just in a neighborhood going through a house it's it's just awesome and that's why it makes my my list for you know top 9 of 2018 yeah i mean i agree ha- halloween definitely i you know at the, just to add at the end you know Spoiler, if oh, you yeah. haven't seen it, you still you feel Michael breathing during the credits as if, okay, he's still alive. Yeah. Like, how is that even? But anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, I think it's honestly just a throwaway. It's it's a franchise. Like, they're going to make yeah, another yeah. one. Is there going to be another one? Because I don't know if there is. I mean, they left it open to do another one, but this is such a great cap. Right. I mean, it was... It, it was a classic mm-hmm. almost instantly when it was released, Jamie Lee Curtis totally nails the yeah. role and um and to have her back and to have the original cast back. Uh, yeah, even the original Michael Myers yeah. actor is there too. Yeah. And so the I, I just felt like this was a great conclusion to to a to a classic. Yeah. It it felt it felt necessary and and warranted yeah for sure so could they put could they could they pull the you know suits around the table making a decision to make more money on this franchise they sure can they will they probably will but yeah we live in i don't need one I, i i would be happy to to remember that on that yeah like that's my last memory of that series is on a, you know yeah i'm with you quit while while you're ahead yeah um so my list is a lot shorter i i thought about going through all the releases and and seeing what was released and what i saw and kind of really meditating on that but when we talked about we were going to do this um subject for this podcast i was like i think i want to just go with what stuck in my head mm-hmm. from from what i seen Okay, so my list is a lot shorter and probably a lot less meaningful. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. If it has meaning to you, it's fine. You hear that, um, kids? <laughs> um, Unless it's Fortnite. But I think, so there's a couple of things that really hit me. And, I, you know, it's interesting because they they i think one that jumped out like i'm not necessarily going to put them in any order but um stars born oh yeah um did you see that 
I, I still didn't get around to it. it. No, okay, it's, it's so on my list. <laughs> you get, yeah, you got to see it. Um, and what's interesting? So for me personally, on music wise, I'm not a huge Lady Gaga fan. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just not. She's great. She's super talented. Um, just not my not my your cup of tea. Not my deal. And yeah. so. Um, I though I had seen her live before perform at Lollapalooza back in 2010 or 2009, something like that. Amazing performer, n- no question. Mm-hmm. But just not, just not a, you know, not a. I'm not a little monster. Let's put it that way. Wow. All right. <laughs> to hear more about Eric and Lady Gaga, go to the uh, Stars Born episode. <laughs> um, but she does such an amazing job with this. Now, I don't know if she's done any other acting or in any other films. She was in um, American Horror Story, I think, one of the seasons. But so. the, but she just told, I was like, man, she does a, a, an amazing job in this film. Um, Bradley Cooper's directorial debut, um, I resisted going to see this movie because I knew the story. Mm-hmm. and It had been made three times before. And, and I'm like... Uh, you know, in the last time it was um, Barbara Streisand and Chris Christopherson, yeah. and my parents were all up in it, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> and right. I just, right. and then the storyline, I was like, well, you know, my my son's a signed recording artist, and you know, I was like, uh, I don't know if I really want to watch, I, yeah, <laughs> close to home, <laughs> yeah, 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 so, yeah, right. But it was so well done. It was just from the editing, the shot selection, the directing. I thought, um, oh, the color grade on it. The color, well, Matthew Libertine. I know, right? I mean, uh, but the the it was something that I'm going to remember. I mean, it it basically took away for me that shtick that my it was a my parents movie and I wasn't into that and I wasn't into Chris Christopherson. I wasn't into Barbara Streisand and it's like, uh, you know, it's that when you're a teen, you're pushing away from all the things that your parents like and are into. Yeah. Not that it was good or bad. It was just, you know, it was memories that you have that you assign to that. They're like, Nah, yeah, you always associate. That's stuff, not sure. me. I'm, you know, I'm going this direction. But I think it for me, it definitely it recouped that story. No pun intended. No, <laughs> Bradley, sorry. Wow, it recoupered. <laughs> but um, it it did it 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 made it it made it mine instead of my parents. Yeah, in that way and. My wife did force me to go, but I'm grateful she did because I probably wouldn't have watched it had she not. And well, you know what you just did? What did I? Just you just did? justified remakes. I did, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, it's okay though. Some of them are deserving. Yeah, some of them are. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's a movie I I, I have to check out. It, it's just there was so much movie. In 2018, I couldn't I couldn't get to everything, and that was just one of them that slipped through the cracks. So yeah, and it yeah, go see it. Yeah, I will. I'm gonna rent it probably. Yeah, next week. I mean, week. it's so good. It's yeah. so good. Cool. Um, what else you got besides besides that? Um, you were talking about you know movies that leave an impact, and and that's that's why they're on your list here. Okay. Um, 
Black Mirror. Okay. Black Mirror Bandersnatch. I want to say up front, though, no no spoilers for Black Mirror Bandersnatch. It's pretty fresh as of recording. It of is this. really fresh. And I haven't seen it yet. Okay. So remember that as you're talking about it. Okay. <laughs> now, I do know the premise, and if you don't know the premise, maybe skip this section, but it is a choose-your-own-adventure Netflix episode of Black Mirror. Right? Yes. Yeah. So, well, there's the... There's the series, there's the Black Mirror series, and then there's the Bandersnatch, which is this particular in its in its choose your own adventure. It the you get to a certain end of a scene where the character's faced with a choice and you get to choose. So the screen, you know, the menu kind of pops up and you, you choose you know, it's just one or the other. Um I don't remember if there's more than two choices. But that happens probably half a dozen times. Oh, really? It's that many times. Yeah. And so you can go back, and there's like five, apparently, there's five different options, like uh, ways to go about that. Yeah. So the storyline. I heard it. Yeah. I heard it could be like five or six hours if you did the whole thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it, I'm just saying this. I'm not going to say much more, but why have we not seen this sooner? I mean, we're, I was talking about it with, with my wife. I was talking about it with some friends, and, and it was just, the, it was, it's amazing. It's cool. I remember the Choose Your Own Adventure books when I was a kid, and I'm like, you know, yeah, Hardy the, Boys yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah. I right? mean, there's, and you would pick whatever, and it would have a different ending, and then you'd go back and read it again, and you'd pick the other thing and see what that ending was. And right. I mean, that one book you would get so much mileage out of, and, and I thought, man, this is a really great way to engage and interact and it was funny because we're talking about okay how would you do this in a movie theater where you would you would put up the choices and then have the you'd have to go off yeah an average vote you'd You'd be like uh remember who wants to be a millionaire they'd have like the audience vote or whatever Uh i think it would probably be like they'd have a remote on your at your chair i don't know if this works in in a theater. The, yeah, because this doesn't feel to me, it doesn't feel like a um like a crowd viewing experience. It feels like a singular viewing experience. Yes. Yeah. Um yeah. now and that's not to say that you couldn't sit there with your your family, your friends or whatever and watch it and you all kind of choose an option, but it feels like it probably works better when it's just you connecting with yeah. this character because I do know a little bit about the character and it feels like you're kind of supposed to be on this journey with like you and him going through all this stuff. Yes. I'm not going to, Yeah, I'm so like on the edge of spoiling right now. But let's, let's talk about why it's on your list though. Why, why, why is this stuck with you you a week later? I, because I think the idea of you actually participating and being a part of the film. So in a sense, you're directing Mm -hmm. on one level. Um, and depending on how they they shoot it and spin the storyline, you could be a part of it. So that's all I'm going to say about that. I, yeah. <laughs> and and it, I just think it's super creative. And I'm like, this is a great way to. I mean, it's it's a whole another level of entertainment where I feel pulled in. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I, this isn't a new idea. The choose your own adventure. I mean, it's been in books for for 50 years. Yeah, but. I, I'm sure somebody out there has done this. I, I know a YouTube channel did something similar a, a few years ago that I used to follow. Um, 
when they first when they first introduced buttons to YouTube that you could overlay on the video, you could do that type of yeah. thing, and it would send you to another YouTube page, and then they would play from there. But um, I, but that wasn't from what I understand with Bandersnatch is like no matter how you do it, the story is going to work, even if you come back. You know, if you do two options and then a third different option on the next op, you know, the next choice, it still works somehow, and mm-hmm. it's it blows my mind. Because I love Black Mirror. I think Black Mirror is one of the greatest shows probably ever. Um, I mean, I know, I know it's a lot of like just uh, Twilight Zone-ish. But Charlie Brooker, who is the creator and, and one of the writers on the show, um, I think what had to happen for this to happen is Netflix had to be as big as it is now. Right. Um, and yeah. somebody smart enough to figure out a way to tell a compelling, comprehensible story while still choosing your own options. Right had to come along and that's Charlie Brooker, I think. Yeah. And it's taken, you know, this long for streaming and Netflix to get as good as it sure. is. Yep. Um, to warrant that, that possibility. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about infrastructure, you're talking about internet bandwidth, you're talking about so many elements that have to come together to be able to do what they're doing right now. And yeah, I'm just really grateful to be living in this time oh, to be able to see this. Man, it, so like cool. I said earlier, it's the golden age of television. Yeah. I don't think that the, the, the my only issue with television right now is that there's too much of it. I can't I can't watch all the good right, stuff. Right. And from what I just heard from you know some guys that I work with at the office, like there's three shows on Amazon right now that I need to be checking out, but Which I don't have the time. Um, Patriot. Um, the, is that the Jack Ryan? No, that's that's Jack Ryan. Yeah, which I, I did watch. Um, but Patriot is this kind of like dark like super dark comedy um, show about this guy that works in the CIA. Um, but he's, I think he's overseas or he's in. Oh, it's like an Ed Snowden thing or something. Uh, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to get too into it cause it feels like a show that I, I want to, uh, you know, find out as I'm watching. Um, I know enough to, that I'm interested in it, but um, so Patriot. And then there's, um, I think it's, is it called the following or something? Not the following, but it's this Julia Roberts Oh, TV right. Show. Yeah. 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 Um, mm-hmm. anyways, I, I don't know what it is about, but I've heard that it's, it's really interesting too. So I got to check it out. But yeah, I mean, and then you, there's a, there's one on Netflix called you. Yeah. There's yeah. so much TV I'm, right yeah. now. It's hard. Oh, no. It's hard to keep oh, going no. with it, but I'm totally sucked in the whole osmosis kills. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like my, my productivity at home just yeah. flies out the door. But there is there is a couple of shows that like I will I will sit down and make time for and um, I'll just rattle them off real quick. Um, th- these are these are my three ba- favorite shows of of twenty eighteen. Uh, Westworld, which is mm-hmm. on HBO, uh, I think it is incredible storytelling. I know a lot of people didn't like season two because it wasn't exactly like season one, but to me, I actually enjoyed that. Um, I like when a show evolves and develops and and keeps you interested and you don't know where it's going to go. Um, and I think the acting in that is incredible. The cinematography is just amazing. And, um, you know, the, uh, the other show that I, I constantly watch is the good place, which I started, you know, last year I talked about it on an episode, um, and then got all caught up and it's, that's another show that it was one thing when it started and then it completely 180 and now it's doing other stuff. Mm. Um, so funny, so cleverly written. Um, I, I cannot recommend that show enough. I, I hope more people watch it. Um, it, it got a third season, and uh, hopefully it gets a fourth season. Uh, I really hope so. It, it's a great show. More people need to check it out. And then, of course, um, Atlanta, which is Donald Glover's show. Right, yeah. Um, that, 
that to me might be, I mean, Westworld and Atlanta are probably tied for my favorite shows on TV right now. Wow. Atlanta is so smart. It's so clever. It, it, it's done so well, and it keeps me interested every single episode. And not every episode is the same, and not every episode is conventional, and I really like that. So um, anyways, Westworld, The Good Place in Atlanta, check those out. Um, if you guys are looking for some new shows to watch, if you're listening to this, you're probably already watching those because those are big shows. But I love them. I think they're great. Okay, well, um, you know, I think we're getting a little long here, so I, and let's split this episode. Let's, yeah, that let's sounds split like it in a half. great idea. Yeah, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll upload the second half next week. So, guys, um, thanks for listening to what we have so far, and uh, we will catch you next week. In part two. In part two of our Best of 2018. Actually, um, the, the real title is part two of the, the Aquaman the podcast. Aquaman Bash. Yes. Uh, guys, if you want to check us out, we are on Instagram and Twitter at The Easy Podcast, on YouTube at The Easy Podcast Show. Uh, let us know your favorite or least favorite movies of 2018 by emailing us at the easy podcast show at gmail.com or Twitter or tweet at us at the easy podcast show or nope, not show scratch that or tweet at the easy podcast or follow Zach on Instagram at Zach Abbott's or myself at Eric Thurston. That's right. All right. <laughs> All right, guys, make sure you check out the second part to this. We will see you next time. Later. <laughs> give me give me another. Another, another one. An, and another one. Another one. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you. Later. <laughs> <laughs>